0: Father, thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, have your way in our midst, in your own special way. As you have already begun, we know you shall continue. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. and uh, I think I've eaten my breakfast and lunch together, so I'll just do a little supper and then I'm done. Amen. I know I took the time, all the time in the offering time but it's okay we are led by the spirit not by not by our program and not by our clock whatever the spirit needs to say we must allow him to say because that's why we came anyway it's not the handsomeness of the pastor i mean i know some of you came because of other reasons don't worry i was there like you i remember when i first not first, but when I went to a church because of a girl I was following. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. You look at me like... I was, remember, I was not born again. Do you get it? And a, non, a non-born-again person can do anything. Do you get it? Some of you are even born again, you are doing it. But there was a girl I was trying to chase and the girl took me to church. And I got born again. And and I think it was a good thing. I'm very grateful to her. Uh, She took me to church. And I got born again and I stopped chasing her. And I started chasing Jesus. And it's been a good chase. Anyway, so this morning or this afternoon, it's afternoon already. God, I'm going to preach for a short time and it has to do with what I started last week or some weeks ago about the seven great principles of a supernatural life. Seven great principles of a supernatural life. This is a book that changed my life. This is a book. It was not a book then. It was a message. And the title of it was seven great principles it was just the title was seven great principles just as this title is and it was just one message of seven great principles that man is a spirit he has a soul and he lives in the body principle number two the spirit of the saved man is righteous and truly holy Principle number three, the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. Principle number four, after you are born again, your mind... Sorry, after you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby. It must grow. And principle number five, after you are born again, your mind is still... The same. It, it's not, it, it, that was not the, the title then. After you are born again, your mind is open to all kinds of thoughts. You must learn to think. I think, yeah, after you are born again, your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. And the next principle is after you are born again, your mind is still open to all kinds of thoughts. You must learn to think on the right things. I tell you, when I heard the pastor preach, when I, when I visited the church the first time, I think it was on principle number four. Your mind is still the same. It must be renewed. But he had a way of recapping the principles. Principle number one, principle number two, before he continues from. And I said, ah, this church, when the pastor preaches, I understand the sermon. I said, wow. Then I want to stay in this church. I said, no, I want to stay in this church, and I've stayed, and I'm grateful I stayed. Amen. Amen. So today, I'm just doing the spiritual principles there, that your life is supernatural, the supernatural life of you, which says that after, let me, let me just read it so that, oh, you have it on the screen. Ah, where is the spiritual principles? Chapter 6. Okay. It's chapter 5. It's, the title is Seven Great Principles of a Supernatural Life seven great principles of a supernatural life i can't believe i'm not able to see the words as i'm looking at them (laughs) it's a wonderful thing when when it happening to you you think it's a joke you can't imagine it eh? but it doesn't happen to everybody when it started i didn't believe it so i thought it was the lighting that was poor so I bought all kinds of light and it was not improving until I went to optometrist and they checked and they found out that, oh, it's just that I need reading glasses. And since then, I've been using it. I started with, I think, 0.5 about 14 years ago. Yes. 14 or 14 years ago, I started using reading glasses and I'm on 1.5 and I'll stay on 1.5 for a very long time. (laughs) Amen. But seven great principles, it says that after you are born again, you would experience the supernatural with Sorry, you will experience the supernatural, the miraculous, the extraordinary. After you are born again, this is what will happen to you. Your life is destined to experience the supernatural, the miraculous, and the extraordinary. That is what is your life. Your life is not meant to be natural. You have to believe it. So that you can experience it. You have to believe it. So that you can walk in it. What you don't believe. You will never walk in it. Because the Bible says. The just shall live by faith. You have to believe that your life. Is a supernatural life. Now why is it important? It's important because. If you don't believe it. You would always evaluate your life. On the natural level. living out the supernatural component of your life so what, what you, you do things like as i look at my situation the only direction i can see me go is to fail and i don't want to fail so i'm going to compromise are you with me as i look at my life and i see the facts on the ground There's only, I mean, there's no option. The only option I have is to accept this wrong way. I know it's wrong, but what can I do? I know it's a wrong way, but what can I do? I have to accept it. You see, that is because you have taken out the miraculous component of your life. You see, the miraculous component says that according to the natural, this is what it's supposed to be. But then, a miracle would occur. That would change it. You see, when you look at God bringing out the Israelites out of Egypt, and God choosing for them which way to go, he chose for them a place where there's a big river or the Red Sea. Do you get it? He chose for them a place. The route he wanted them to go on was a shorter route. Problem is that they will see what they cannot stand and they will run back. So God being determined to take them on a journey of a point of no return. And also to show his power over their enemies. He chose the Red Sea. There are many things of your life that God chooses the best route for your life. He chooses the best options for your life. Meanwhile, your eyes will say, no, on the natural path, you say, look, according to my life, I don't have any important person in my life. I don't have anything to be able to do this and do that. So, you know what? Let me just settle for what I can afford. Living out the supernatural provision of God in your life. You say things like, look, I would like to go higher. I would like to go to a a better place. But I can't afford. So let me start working instead of going to register. You know, I wanted to work after matric. I wanted to work after matric. And the reason is that it was a struggle. And it has been a struggle for my mother, looking after five children all by herself with a teacher's salary. And here am I, I'm the first child. At least she's managed, I've finished the equivalent of matric. And now I have to go to university. So I told her that, listen, mom, the best thing to do is for me to work. So that I will help you to look after my siblings. Because when I evaluated the situation, even to come this far, it was not easy. It was not easy at all. But you see, somehow, she's a woman of faith. And she said, no, don't stop. Because the natural the, conclusion is work. But she said, no, don't stop. Continue to go. And no, don't just go for three years. Go for the best that your results qualifies you. So go and do medicine for six years. And I'm grateful. Because you see, I don't know how, but I finished. Oh yes, I don't know how, but I finished. And I'm grateful I did medicine. I'm very grateful. I won't lie to you. But you see, what I'm trying to say is that I was going to evaluate her on the natural I was going to evaluate my life on the natural. But supernaturally, God has made provision that there are people that will support. That you will never see them unless you start walking on that road. You have to start walking on the road. Sometimes you tell somebody, don't do this, do this. But you see, because they they are evaluating the thing on the natural level, they don't see how what you are saying can be done. Like i'm saying to you buy a good bible buy a bible for a thousand rands and you are thinking to yourself i don't even have 200 rands to eat when am i going to buy a bible for a thousand rands how but you see you will never know that there are people that god has prepared that will buy the thousand rand bible for you if you make up your mind that i want to buy the bible there are people waiting to read your message and they say oh how much is the bible oh so why are you asking me for 100 rands get 500 get a thousand let me buy the bible for you oh yeah but you see we evaluate our lives on the natural so the knowledge that now you see i'm a natural person in other words i was born a natural person i was born a flesh and blood but because of jesus i have become supernatural Because of Jesus, there's a supernatural dimension of my life. And the supernatural dimension of my life is the reborn spirit. The reborn spirit is is a spirit. It's not natural It's supernatural. Supernatural. It's above natural. This is very important. If you don't hear anything today, I want you to hear this. You have a supernatural life as a born again Christian. Employ it in your life. Speak and call on your supernatural life at difficult junctions of your life. As you are going to places, pray and bring in the supernatural component of your life. Hallelujah. Good. The second principle is that after you are born again, you must believe in God. You must believe in God in order to experience that supernatural life. You must believe in God. Yeah, most of us say we believe in God but in the hour of challenges, that belief is not demonstrated it is your belief in God that will make you reject the wrong way which seem to be the only way. And say, if this is what the Lord wants for me, so let it be. But I know that my God will deliver me. Oh, yes. You see, some of you, naturally, it makes sense to sleep with the guy so that he can give you a job. Because you have slept with people that didn't give you anything. At least this one will give you something. It makes sense. I mean, it's natural. Because come to think about it. I mean, you have given it to a lot of boys who have offered nothing in return. Do you get it? So, being born again makes it not appropriate for you. And Satan will tell you that, listen, look at your rent. Look at your bills. This this is your only option. Just do it once and he will give you the job. After all, he's old, he won't last. Hmm. That is something wrong. Listen. Let me continue. No, no, let me I need to finish. So listen. You have to believe God. You have to believe God. I said you have to believe God. That whatever he says about you, if he says he loves you, he loves you. If it looks like your life is falling apart, it doesn't mean anything. He will put it together again. Allow him to let it fall apart. And he will start to re them. And you discover that your latter end will be nicer than even what you thought was precious. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, sometimes difficult decisions must be taken. That is against common sense, against natural level of thinking. But you see, because you believe in God, you say, let God be the one to lead me. Yeah, because, because listen, it, it makes sense that you don't have a job and you have applied for three years and nobody's taking you. Meanwhile, in these three years, you have had three boyfriends or five. Some of them are FWB. You didn't know what is FWB. But you know the full name. Okay. Oh, no, it's friends with benefit. I also didn't know it. It's just recently I got to learn it. They say the way it operates is that we are friends, we are not in relationship. But if we need each other for assistance, we can be called upon to deliver the, the, the assistance that was needed in that moment. But after that, there are no strings. So you cannot afford to be jealous when I'm seen or offended. It's, it's, no, no, no. I've not made a commitment to you. Neither have you made a commitment to me. It's just for the services we render to each other. Are you with me? You have to believe it all. Because otherwise, it's like, look, what is the point in staying for three years, no job? And this man, I mean, he's also handsome. It's not like he just wants to have to give me the job. But actually, he wants to be my friend that he can provide other things apart from even the job. So it makes sense, natural sense. But the question I want to ask you is, would you like everybody at the workplace to know because I thought what makes sense must make sense to everybody. So, why do you want to keep it secret? Why wouldn't you? Want? Because if you say it makes sense, then it should make sense to the people at the workplace. That I got this post by rendering services and not only by my qualification. So, why do you want to keep it a secret? I thought you said it makes sense. And sensible things must be well publicized so that others can learn from it. So if you are keeping it a secret, then it tells you that there's something wrong with it. But you see, unless you believe in the supernatural, it is hard temptation to let go. Say, Lord, if this is what I have to do to get a job, then let me be at home. And not have a job. I'd rather go and be a cleaner. domestic and i mean some of you because of your intelligence you'll be a good domestic you may start as a domestic thinking that you are that's what i'd rather be but you may not know that that domestic is actually the beginning of a ceo because the bible says that i think i read a verse recently which speaks about i think in in proverbs which speaks about the servant when he's wiser digger than a son is able to rise to even receive an inheritance. So you may start as a domestic. You may start as a low-paid job. You may start as nothing because you don't want to compromise. But you see, that starting is actually the beginning of a higher level because many people may not have seen an intelligent person as a servant. When they get to discover who you are, before you you say, no, 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 no. If you can lower yourself with all this, to do this, then you are a good person. Come and be here. Come and be at your rightful place. Yeah. Some years ago, I was in London. And, you know, in London, normally you have to get some jobs. And some of the jobs, they are far below you. And I was in medical school. I think I just finished medical school. And I had to go and work as a medical, oddly. Like a cleaner type of thing. When I went to the interview and I was talking the job the woman looked at me and said you seem to know too much than the level you are applying for that's what she said she gave me the job but I didn't go Because my auntie didn't think I should waste my time there. I said, I should go back home and go and, finish, go and do my house job. Because at that time, I had gone to London. My wife is there. She was working. We had married. So, I wanted to stay and enjoy some of the honey more. And I didn't want to stay home and not work. So, I went to look for a job. So, my aunt felt that, no, I shouldn't waste time. I should rather go and finish and come there as a doctor instead of, just being around and doing, I mean, oddly job. But when I went, when I spoke to the, I remember well, the woman said, you seem to. It's like, no. You are coming for this job. I've been interviewing people for this job but the way you are talking and you're understanding, it's not the understanding of people at your level, at this level. Uh-uh. There's something wrong. And if I had continued, he, she would have discovered that I'm more than an oddly. I'm a medically qualified doctor. Hallelujah. Good. So sometimes that's how it is. In doing the, believing God and doing the right thing, it actually takes you to the right place for your promotion. Amen. Good. The third point, I don't think I'll be able to say, I'll just say about three or so. Three points are a good point, preaching points. After you are born again, you must become obedient in order to experience the supernatural. You must be obedient. You must be obedient. Amen. Now, if you believe God, you will obey him. If you believe God, you must believe his instructions. Because that's what it means to believe God. You believe him as God. Therefore, if he's God, then what he says must be done is what must be done. Otherwise, he ceases to be God. I don't know how we say we believe in God or we believe God but we don't obey his instructions. It's strange. I said, it's strange. Because you believe in him as what? Amen. Good. The point that I want to have before, before we close, is point number five. I'm jumping, but we can make it point number four. Or put it this way, let's do the fourth one. After you are born again, you must press your way into the supernatural. In other words, though you, are a super, you have a supernatural life, you have to press your way into it. You see, though as I was born, the Lord knew the capabilities that I have come with. But to, to manifest in those capabilities, I have to force my way into it. Against all the distractions, some of you, you are a great person sitting here. You are very, look, the description of you, we have no idea. But to see that in your life, you have to force yourself into it. You have to overcome your negative feeling about yourself. You have to overcome the pleasures, the things that easily cause you. You know, I'm learning something that people do useless things. Because they have negative feelings about themselves. It's not that they like it. But they give themselves to it. Because they don't feel that they are worth anything. But I'm here to tell you that with Christ in your life, you are worth more than anything physical. Your life is a supernatural life. It's a life of miracles. It's a life of extraordinary accomplishments. It's a life of great things. But you have to force your way into it. I said, you have to force your way into it. It's not going to happen because it is there. You see, Jesus had to go and pray for the will of God to happen. For him to be the savior of the world. Because he had to die. I said, he had to die. he didn't die he wouldn't have been the savior of the world he had to die and the dying was not easy because many things could have gone wrong judas could have regretted very early oh yeah judas could have regretted very early and changed his mind and said no 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 i won't do it again i said it but i I changed my mind It's, it's 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 too risky it's a wrong move but jesus had to pray for three hours so that nothing would go wrong for him to be able to die including himself not rejecting it oh yeah 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 because himself he, his first prayer was lord if it is possible do you get it but he didn't just say in luke in the book of luke he didn't just say if it's possible he said i know that with you all things are possible in other words what i'm about to ask you I'm not asking because I don't know whether you're able to give me or not. I know you can do it. If you don't do it, it's because you don't want to do it. (laughs) But nevertheless, let your will be done. Hallelujah. The fifth point is that after you are born again, you must be led by the Spirit in order to experience the supernatural. You see, The life that you have through being born again is a spiritual, supernatural life. You have to be led by the Spirit of God into it. You must be led. That's why the Bible says, they that are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Now, this is where I want us to, I'll just end here. I want us to spend a bit of time in this season of our lives to pray more. Prayer, I said, prayer opens you up to supernatural things. Prayer opens you up to supernatural things. And especially, a combination of abundance of the word in you would make your prayer enriched. You see, how intelligent you talk to somebody who is an authority in a field depends on how much of that field is in you. Let me say it again. You see, the quality of your prayer life, in other words, the quality of the things you engage God in when you pray, has to do with how much of his word is in you. You see, abundance of his word in you brings a lot of understanding into your life. That makes you able to know what particular help you need in a journey. You see, many of us don't have a certain understanding. So it doesn't inform our requests. You see, if you have a certain understanding, you would ask for one thing that can bring into your life all the things of your life. you see for example it will appear as if jacob had understanding of what a person needs to prosper so in his life that was what he was always looking for he was desperate for god's blessing Said that he 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 when he had opportunity, he took what was given to his brother. He took the first one, the birthright, and together with the mother, when the mother suggested the idea, he didn't reject it, he just addressed to the mother, you see, his understanding made him point out the essential. It's like what you are saying is a good thing. But there's also a case that can spoil everything. The mother said, I'll take the case. The mother said, I'll take the case. He if you take it, then that's fine. I'm for it. And he, it worked for him. Said that his uncle, who didn't know what has happened? Oh, yeah, who may not know what has happened? said I can see something with you I can see something with you because since you came I've been doing this for 40 years before when we were children when your mother and I grew up before they came to marry your mother I've been doing all the because your mother was my sister or is my sister my little sister and i we've been looking after these animals together with papa and everything I've, I've, I've experience. the way since you came the way that things are increasing it's not that's not natural there's something with you there's something with you that is changing everything the uncle brought testimony that there was something with him. And truly there was something with him. Now he, you see, because he understood what a blessing is, when he met up God or the angel in prayer, when he was alone, he didn't ask for anything. He just said, bless me. You see, understanding which comes when the word of God is abundantly, to you makes you know what to ask. Most of us, our prayer lives, is a mount- if we get to pray, is amounting to nothing because we ask for useless things. And there are many useless things in life. They look good, but they are useless. Why would Jesus tell Martha, Thou art mindful about many things, but your sister has opted for that which is needful? That cannot be taken away from her, which is the word. So listen, I want us to have in our lives two dominant things. And we are going to use this holiday season to develop it. And make, make a vow, a pledge with God. Have an agreement with God to give you, help you to do these two things. To read a lot of his word. And to spend time talking to him about his word don't don't talk to god about your needs don't 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 pray about your needs talk to him about his word that you have read have a discussion with him about his word you will find wisdom that will bring into your life abundance you will also discover that what you thought was so essential that you are dying for is actually useless You see at the age of about 18 years 20 years if you tell me here's 20 million dollars and here is being a pastor which one should i choose i'll choose the 20 million dollars now 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 if you tell me here's 20 million dollars and being a pastor which one should i choose i'll choose being a pastor i don't know what i'm going to do with 20 million dollars To be honest with you, for me as a person. No, I don't know what I'm going to do with $20 million. I'm telling you. I will know what to do with it as a pastor. No, As a pastor, if you give me $20 million now, it will finish today. (laughs) No, no, it will finish today. Yes. If you give me 20 million dollars today as a pastor. Because we are negotiating a property that we will buy 2 million in Binoni. I don't have money. So 2 is already gone. <laughs> now if I, if you give it to me as a pastor that's you give it to the church. Then I don't have to pay tithe. Isn't it? Otherwise I'll pay tithe and offering that will bring it to about 50 million. But if you give me as a pastor then it's a church so it's as you say I should use it for the church i'll use two million already to buy the land in benoni and use about two million to build so i'm left with four million that's i'm I to finish today i'll finish namibia that's about two to three million i'll finish swaziland that's about five million because we've laid a foundation we need to bring the steel and all those things to do the block work finish it I'll finish the missing. I need about a million or two million. About a million to finish the missing. How much is left? Tell me how much is left? Okay, let me take it again. I need about two to three million for in, in Namibia. I need two million for Benoni to buy a land. And I need another 2 million or so to put up a structure. Seven. I need about 3 million for Swaziland. I need about 3 to 4 million for Middleburg. Now, all these places, there are things going on. There are work going on. Uh, We need to. uh You see, I'm always thinking about myself. you see, so by the time we finish here, another two million would be cool to do the sound and everything. And then uh, Shanguve extension six, is a church that is doing well. We have a building there, but recently we need to do some work there and build a place for their children's church. So another two million. And then Shanguve, ex- uh, the main Shanguve, we have a land that we have to wall and build a church there. So the two million is finished. 20 million is gone. No, I'm, I'm telling you, if you give me 20 million as a pastor, it will finish today. I'll just allocate it and I'll have nothing left. But if you give me 20 million as a person, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. No, I'm telling you. I'll buy a car. No, I like my car. Maybe I'll do some small repair works or get a newer version, and a newer version of my car will be about $40,000, $40, and what is $40,000, $20 million. then what else, a house, okay, I'll buy a, a beach house, for about three million, where I can go and relax and see the sea and pray, okay, then what else, Buy cars for the children. They don't know how to drive. (laughs) Okay, I'll buy cars for the children. All of them, four children, put together about 200,000. What else? Come again. Clothes. How much clothes can I wear? No, no, no. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, if you give me 20 million, me as a person today, it will be very difficult to use. It will be very difficult for me to use. You, you, think, you think you can use 20 million. You can't use it. You waste it. You can't use it. You, you let it. It will come finish. But you would have wasted it. So, so that's what I'm saying. But if I choose, you see, through the word of God that is in me, it? And my understanding of life, 20 million means nothing to me. And I will never choose 20 million over being a pastor. I'll oh, never, never. Never. It is actually being a pastor that will make me use 20 million well. In fact, if you give me 20 million as a person, and I'm a pastor, I'll use it well. I'll open orphanages, I'll open places to help people, and I'll use the 20 million to finish. But me as a person without being a pastor, and the heart of God, the word of God that is in me, if you remove all and you leave me with my carnal kind of nature, I don't know what I 20 million will be too much. I can waste it. No, that's one I promise you. I can waste it. But to use it, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know some of you say no, who we'll use it? If you check carefully, if you check carefully, you can waste it. Or you tell me that you put it in an investment. You put it in an investment. Maybe you put it in an investment. Investment means it's lying there and every month you get a yield. But somebody will be using it. You will not be using it. They'll give you peanuts. Why do, whatever they give you is far little compared to what they have gotten from your 20 million. But you wouldn't know how to, most people wouldn't know how to use 20 million. They'll waste it, but not use it. Hallelujah. So listen, the two things that need to be in us, the word of God and prayer. We must fight for it to be there. And you see, don't, don't pat yourself and say, I go to church, because going to church is never going to make you experience your supernatural life. The word of God in you and your prayer life is what will lead you into the supernatural life. Let's rise to our feet. I want us to pray as we close. I thought I was preaching for about 10 minutes, but it looks like I've done for more than 10 minutes. I want you to talk to God, engage God in prayer. Say, Lord, help me. Please, if you are coming on the stage, I want you to walk like people who are going somewhere. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Lord, help us. Rain upon us. Rain upon us. Your spirit to bring freshness, to bring refreshing into our lives and to stay in our hearts. A passion for your word, a passion to go all out, to be diligent in devouring your word, and to commune with you concerning your word. Your word is all we need. We want to know it, we want to understand it. Oh, yes, Lord. Reveal to us the wisdom in your word. Oh, yes, As we discuss with you your word in times of prayer lord reveal to us explain to us that we may understand and to know how to live this life oh yes lord. and to walk in our supernatural life that you have bestowed upon us yes, lord. by our faith in you greater than these works shall ye do oh jesus this is what god said of jesus said of his disciples greater than these works miraculous works it's your life it's my life father I want to see miracles oh yes lord I want to see see power yes Lord. I want to see great things oh Jesus I want to see your hand manifest mightily in my life let my life never end as an ordinary life but let it end as a life that is indeed a great blessing a supernatural life a life that is accomplishing A life that brings into this world your blessings, your help, your contribution, your guidance to many lives. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We cry to you, Lord. Lord, we pray. We cry to you. A supernatural life. A supernatural life. I said, A supernatural life is what we want, Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. A supernatural life. Thank you, Jesus. You have an opportunity to experience the supernatural life. That is available for those who believe in Jesus Christ as the son of God. You want to say, pastor, I want the supernatural life. What must I do? The answer is believe in Jesus Christ as the son of God. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. And you would have the beginning of the supernatural life through your reborn spirit. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of God will come upon you and you shall be vessel that testifies of jesus a vessel in whose life healings will occur in whose life power will be manifested this is your life a vessel in whose life abundance of all good things is yours but you first must believe in jesus christ you want to say pastor i want jesus i want to receive him as my lord and savior Every head bowed and every eye closed. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Lift it up high. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lift it up high. Don't put it down. Lift it up high. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the lifted hands. I speak your blessing over these lives as they come to you just as they are. Thank you. I pray against every demonic opposition against this move of their life and I pray stability into their lives as they have lifted up their hands to choose Jesus. 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 Let your power be manifest in their lives. You lifted up your hands. I want you to come forward. I want to pray for you. I just feel I felt the need to call you forward. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Give him your love today. Him have, have please come. Come, you lifted up. There are many people that lifted up. Come on to me, Jesus. Come Come on on to to Jesus. Jesus. Let us pray. Say this prayer with me, Heavenly Father. I thank you for loving me and for drawing me to Jesus. Today I come to Jesus to receive Him as my Lord and Savior, believing that He is the Messiah and He is also your Son. Who came to die for my sins. sins. By his death and resurrection. resurrection, I receive newness of life. life. As I receive him. Into my heart. heart. As my Lord. And my Savior. Savior. Father, Father. I believe in the ascension of Jesus to you. seated at your right hand hand. and because of this this, I receive from Jesus the Holy Spirit Spirit. who will teach me and who will guide me and who will help me in this life. life. Thank you Father for my salvation. Thank you Father Father. for for forgiving me of my sins. I will submit to your word. And I will follow Jesus by the help of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious lives. Let them be established in your kingdom. By your power alone, cause them to be stable. I break every demonic hold and every demonic influence over these lives. By the power that is in the name of Jesus, I declare it broken. And I set them free to live a life that testifies of the supernaturalness that they have of you thank you father in jesus name amen we believe you've been blessed by this message to stay connected follow our lci social media platforms